Hey guys, it's Stacey and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something that you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Yay! Yay! We're all together again! Just for a couple seconds. Yeah. And then uh, Stacey's going to walk away from this interview. What? The Kelsey Ballerini one. You weren't here. Oh, So she's going to walk away, (laughs) set up her Christmas tree, and come. Oh, you won't be there either. I'm going to hide below the table. Okay. Taking a nap. And you're going to change clothes. (laughs) Well, maybe we we could go shopping (laughs) for a Mattress Galaxy new bed. I'll tell you everything I know about Mattress Galaxy because I love them. And they're sponsoring our podcast today. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. (laughs) But yes, um, I was able to interview Kelsey Ballerini while these other two, they were having fun on vacation or doing things or Mm -hmm. whatever they were doing. Uh, and yes, I get to, get to do a costume change. Hopefully, you know, it'd be weird if I was wearing the same thing. <laughs> because I was able to interview Kelly, Kelsey Ballerini last week. She got a new single out. We uh, talk about uh, her divorce. She's moved into a new home and needs a special gift Ooh. that I think I told Stacy would buy her. Oh, good. I probably said we, but I meant her, Stacy. You know. know, so I know your I know your ways. All right, good. So let's get to Kelsey Ballerini, and we're, we're back. back. um yeah life kelsey has been crazy for you the past i don't know 20 years probably (laughs) from starting to from starting out and you know just being a kid listening to some greats of the judds and and carrie and and then all of a sudden you're performing on stage life has just been nuts Life has been nuts. Um, yes. I mean, the, I, I put out my first single like eight years ago and I truly feel like ever since every day something happens where I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been, it's been really, it's been amazing. And the last couple of months have been like just getting to celebrate this body of, of music that I just got to put out and heart first and all of that and tour again. It's been, it's been sweet. You know, I, um, I can't believe that your TikTok is blowing up the way it is. I mean, I can, but it's crazy because you came into this business just wanting to sing. You came into this business just performing your music, and all of a sudden, you have to um, embrace a whole new way of getting out there and doing things. And you're you're an influencer now, and it's what <laughs> of the, I mean, you are. I, I follow your TikTok. I you know I'm one of those people that really appreciates authenticity. Yeah. And not only do you do it in your music, but you, you share things with people and your fans. And how do you do that? Why do you do that? And why is it so important to be so authentic on TikTok or Instagram? Mm. Well, I just, I feel like I've, I've, like, I've felt really safe to do that through music for a long time, you know? And like when you put out songs that, um, that are a bit more vulnerable and honest and it's met with a lot of like care and love it makes you feel like you can kind of take it into other areas of your life you know and so whether like I I got to write a book last year and I really went there in that book and it's because I felt safe from all these years of music that I've gotten to do and with social media it's just I, I just kind of feel this obligation to like if, if I'm, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be a quote unquote influencer, I like, I just, I, I want to influence people to be themselves and be authentic and, and not only show like the really filtered, beautiful parts of life, but 
also like the chaos. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of feel like a, a responsibility, I guess, to do that. It's, it's funny because I would scroll through your TikTok here and there and I'd see stuff that I was like, okay, that's funny. The blue dress, hilarious, you know, <laughs> the, the revealing of the dress and, and, but even some of the more intimate moments of you getting a massage, the masseuse hits a spot yeah, and you almost jump off the table. But in that moment, you hear that you feel the pain, but you're also thinking of something else. Yeah. I, that just happened recently. I, um, I was just thinking about how, like, as, as she was working on my shirt, I, this shoulder is like higher than the other one right now. It's still messed up, but <laughs> I was just thinking about how, like, obviously every time, like she put her shoulder, her elbow into my shoulder, it hurt less and less. And then I was just thinking about how, like, that's the point of healing is like, you don't run away from the thing that hurts. You run towards it. And every time you run towards it and you unpack it and you, you know, figure out why it hurts, then that's how you, that's how you heal. And then all of a sudden one day your shoulders sit back where they're supposed to. Is yeah. that the songwriter in you? Is that the, you know, you, because I'm in pain and I'm like, just fix it. Just fix it. So is, is that, you're like, this is going to be a hit. There's something here. It's going to be a song. Oh my gosh. Well, um, no, I think that my brain is always just trying to find like bigger picture always, you know? Um, so maybe that is the songwriter in me. Maybe it is. <laughs> Do you constantly have something in your head as a songwriter? You know, like we've talked with, you know, Charlie Puth is one of those people where he constantly has a melody in his head. Sometimes it drives him crazy, but are you one of those, since you're so lyrical as well, are you one of those that just your mind drives you crazy sometimes? Cause you can't stop thinking about certain things. I've, yes. And what's helped me, cause I don't think that's very healthy for me is I, I now listen to a lot of podcasts. So like if I, instead of listening to a ton of music all the time, um, I'll, I'll listen to people talking and that helps me, <laughs> like it helps my brain just go somewhere else. So then when it, when, like when it is time to pick up a guitar, it's like a fresh thought. Let me guess. You're one of the murder podcast people, aren't you? You're into true crime. For sure. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I it. I have this new song out. It's it's a country radio and it's um there there's a line in it. It's a like a best friend anthem and there's a line in it that says hypothetically if you ever kill your husband, hand on the bible I'd be lying through my teeth. And during tour during tour I was wondering like if that line was a little too unhinged to put on the record, but I did it anyway. Yeah. And um on tour the way that people just screamed that line i was like a we're all a little unhinged b we all listen to crime junkie <laughs> well you know what's funny it reminds me of remember when the chicks came out with earl and everyone of screams course. earl had to die you know and, Earl had to die right i mean it's one of those things where you're like people apparently love that stuff it's strange it's weird but we all get a kick and just some weird fascination with music and songs and, and videos like that yeah um, I have, I'm going through my own personal journey right now. The listeners know that, uh, being on radio and, and you being so authentic on Instagram, you've got to talk about your life. People want to hear about the ins and outs and all that stuff. And I got divorced a year ago and a listener sent something to me that really, really sucked. Like it, it hit home and someone said, stop talking about your divorce. It's such a divorce is such a failure, blah, 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 blah. And that moment clicked with me, kind of like that moment on the massage table where I said, why does an ending, whether it's a career, a love or something, why does it have to be a failure? Why does, why all of a sudden when something ends, does it have to be something to other people as a failure? And for some reason, like it hit hard to me 
It hit home to me and I'm great friends with her. We have great kids together. But when it comes to something in our personal lives, whether you're a country music star, pop music star, an influencer on TikTok or, you know, a radio guy, I just don't understand why people feel the need to say what they need to say, but also aren't in the position that those people are. How do you deal with that when people come at you probably more than more than they come at me, especially when it has to do with something so intimate? Oh, that that's a level that makes it it's already hard. You know, like breakups are hard. Divorce is really, really, really hard. Um, and I, I think that just like with, with culture, there's a level of expected shame around it. And that's something from the beginning of this process for me that I, I, um, it's like a feeling that I refuse to feel like I, I, I want to feel all the feelings of grief. I want to process all my emotions. I don't want to rush healing because you can't, I don't want to shortcut, but I certainly don't feel shame. Um, and I think that, I think that there's not a lot of like, like what's the, here's my question. We're going to have a really deep conversation. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, Here's my, don't make me cry Oprah. All right. Don't make me cry. (laughs) Like they say it's a failure to, to end a marriage. Right. But isn't it a failure to just, if you know that it's, if, if, if it's no longer right for the heart, if it's no longer right for either of you, aren't you failing yourself if you stay in it? So what's the failure? Like it's picking one, you're picking one. You're either failing yourself, staying in something that you know is no longer good, or you're failing something that is no longer good to honor yourself. Yeah. I, I it's such a hard decision, I, but because people think that people, I think, assume, at least I know with my situation is that, oh, you took the easy way out or you did this. And in my head, it's like, you don't know what we tried for two years. You don't know what are, what has been going on and what conversations we've had. Hmm. And if either of us can get out of this, this, not get out of this marriage, if we can end things yeah. and still be really good friends and great parents and not cheat on each other. And before it gets to a point, you know, yeah. I just want to make sure that that's, that's my message to my kids and my family and friends. That's really, that's really, really beautiful. I, my parents are divorced. Um, and so I, I definitely under, like, I understand that there is a whole other level when there are kids that I respect wildly that you seem to be navigating really beautifully. Well, I'll tell you this. We sing your songs in my car a lot. We scream at the top of our lungs. We, you know, it's one of my favorite memories of my kids, especially Heart First. Oh. Like I, I, with my kids, a lot of people be like, you know, you work in pop, but you like, kind of, your, your music is just so, generic such the wrong word, but it's just so great for all genres and all families and all singles, no matter what you're going through. And Heart First, the reason I love it is because it's a, so you, it's so perfectly, perfectly <laughs> you wrapped up. But the music video just sums up everything that you were able to sing. How long did it take you to write the song first off? Oh, writing the song, it, it was a wine, it was a wine night with me and Karen Fairchild from Little Big Town and my friend Elisa Vanderheim. And we're all just real life friends. And so we were just drinking wine, listening to music that we love, and ended up writing Heart First. Um it was that was a very casual write. Just it was meant to be. And then I wrote the treatment for the video shortly after because um, I wanted everything to be like a metaphor for um, for like adrenaline and then for like gambling is like taking a chance and um, then like I'm, I'm like playing guitar next to a tiger and it's like 
playing off the lyric, like I could get hurt, you know? Um, yeah. and then you're like diving from the sky and all this stuff. I just, I loved, I love the metaphor of, of all of that. Are you a heart first person typically, or are you more logically thinking sometimes? Like, no, no, I, and, and I, and I'm trying my best right now in this phase of life that I'm in to not callous that part of myself. Cause I really, I really, really love, I, I trust my heart. I really do. And I, it's, it's never led me wrong also, by the way, like I, I value every single place it's led me. Um, and I think that I think that it's really easy to listen to other people's opinions on like, oh, you're too young to do this or like, blah, blah, whatever. And, um, and I just think at the end of the day, if you just, if you listen to your heart, like life's too short, you know, like who cares? Just follow your heart and let it lead you where it's going to lead you. Cause I guarantee you, even if it ends up hurting, it's going to be beautiful for a minute. There's a lesson somewhere in in ending a career, in a relationship that may have just started out seeming great, in in everything in your life, there always seems to be a lesson. And that's why when someone says, do you have regrets? My answer is always typically no. No. You know, because I got to where I did because of what happened in my life. Are you the same? Oh, yeah. No, I, I certainly I believe everything happens for a reason. And I definitely do not believe in regrets. I think, I think especially if you're like checked into yourself in your life, you hindsight is the greatest gift of all. And you can always look back on stuff and go like, oh, that's why that happened. Or that's why I knew that person. Or that's why I got in that fender bender or whatever it is. Like there's always, there's always a reason. And so I, I think that like, also just having regret is just taking up too much space. You know what I mean? It's like not, that's like closing off. That's closing off some part of yourself to like something that could be great. What is your favorite thing you're looking forward to next year? Is it more music? Is it the tour with Kenny? Is it um, award shows? I know people love watching them and seeing what happens. And the, the, the Grammys, by the way, and the AMAs, they've gotten so great at combining people together, yeah. you know, at these award shows. So when you're watching and you're watching, I never thought I'd see a Justin Timberlake with a Chris Stapleton or, yeah. you know, vice versa. What are you looking forward to coming up in your life? Um, I'm looking forward to hosting Thanksgiving in a house that I've been in for four days. And, um, I'm looking forward to, um, unpacking the rest of my boxes and being quiet for a little bit. I, I honestly can't think that far ahead right now. Um, I know that next year is really, really busy for me and I'm touring a lot, a lot. Um, but right now I'm just like, I'm in, I'm in reset mode and <laughs> I'm excited to be right where I'm at. Yeah, that's such a, a great thing, especially the holidays and what we've all been through the past couple of years, personally, professionally. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where if you have that home that you love and that home that you can make your own, which it looks like you're doing with that amazing tree in the background, um, <laughs> that uh, and family can come over and just spend time with you and it's yours. It's your home. Yeah. Then it, it makes sense that that's why you are so excited just for this week and, and even Christmas. What's okay. Christmas wish list. One item you want. Oh gosh, one item I want. Uh, I want a I want a coffee maker. <laughs> okay, there we go. I think you know what? I think we can maybe make that happen. Santa can probably get that going for you. I want a coffee maker. Yeah. 
Um, I'm so happy for you and so excited for you. I know my kids, if they were here, they're six and four, they would be ecstatic to to see you. And I know they'll be ecstatic to watch this. But um, it's one of those things where your 13-year-old self is looking at you now and going amazing things. And I couldn't be happy for that 13-year-old self too, you know, yeah. because I know how important this is moment is for you with yeah. singing with some of the legends. And so oh. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank yes. You. So well, enjoy, enjoy so the new I home. Hi, I will, I will enjoy my new home and um, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Look for a coffee maker maybe coming. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, thanks, Kelsey. Thank you. Good to talk to you. You too. Bye. All right. There you go. She's so awesome. Very nice. Yeah. Isn't she great? Like she's super, like it's, it's hard because when you're, when you're at that level of stardom, mm -hmm. a lot of people around you are yes people. Oh yeah, and it yeah. feels like she has a good crew around her that just she knows who she is and you know she that stuff. Yeah, yeah. she's so. a a good person, a great talent. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, super talented. You know. Um. All right. Hey, guess what? What? It is time for pass or play. We haven't done this in a long time. Not together. <laughs> That's true. I haven't done it in a, over a month because I never did it when you were gone. Because oh, I never did. had anyone. Oh, you didn't. No, it was just, just me and Ross. Yeah. All right, pass or play, Ross. What is? Where are we at? I don't even know what happened when I was gone. Well, you didn't win one time. Oh, and no. by you, none of your replacements. Paul won Folger one time. lost yeah. for me, and Grant and lost Grant, for me. Yep. Yeah, they really stunk it up. I smell a setup. Nope. I smell a setup here. We Grant, have Grant, unofficially. Grant even got a sports one wrong. I remember that. Yeah, really? Yeah, and I was like, uh oh, I'm dead in the water now. <laughs> nope. He nope. got it wrong. We have unofficially done this uh, 28 times with Stacy now leading 15 to 13. What the hell, Folger and Grant? What are maybe, you doing to me? Maybe. Folger was so confident with every answer. Oh, and I think he? he got swept. That was the best part. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies first. Your okay. topics to choose from today. Tis the season. Take your time. U of M Twin Cities venues a lot of pounds true or false let's go with pounds a lot of pounds a lot of pounds poundage how many pounds are in a ton oh no is it a 1600 b 2000 c 3000 or d 19 degrees celsius ah pass or play <laughs> I would hope uh, you knows. realize this time it's a one in three chance. I would, sure I would hope is. you would get that. He knows we don't need four, but right. he always has to give four. I know. I don't know why. But now he's being funny with the fourth. I Not feel, all the time, but sometimes. I feel like you probably know this, so I don't want to give you a chance to get it right. So I'm, I'm not sure if I know it. So I'm going to play. Give me the first three again quickly. 1,600, uh -huh. 2,000, 3,000. I'll say 3,000. You're going to go with 3,000. Yeah. 3,000 pounds makes one ton. Yeah. That actually makes one and a half tons. Dang. You are incorrect. Mm. Did you know that one? I did not. I bluffed you, you very didn't well. Know. I did not know I it. I wasn't looking at you. I was looking at you in oh, my peripheral you? vision, uh -oh. trying to figure you out, and I just don't have good peripheral vision, apparently. 2,000 pounds makes one ton, and I do know that, but it's always confused me because... 
for some reason, my brain thinks... 1,600? No, my oh. brain thinks that would be two tons. Like, a 1,000 would be a ton. Oh. And then 2,000 would be two tons. I always think of 16 ounces, maybe. And then I think 1,600. 16 oh, ounces yeah. makes a pound. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Hmm. Tis. But it's wrong. Yeah. Wrong. It's wrong nonetheless. All right, let's do Tis the Season. Tis the Season. I'm, okay. I'm a Christmas guy. Oh, you knew you knew it would be Christmas, didn't you? How did I know that? Or <laughs> is it? Or is it? No, Ross it is. Oh, okay. It is. The best-selling Christmas album of all time is fill in the blank. A Bing Crosby's A White Christmas. B Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas. C Hanson's Snowed In, or D, Nat King Cole's The Magic of When you Christmas. say Mariah Carey, do you mean All I Want for Christmas, or do you mean Merry Christmas? The album. The album. Oh, the album, okay. The album, which I believe did feature All I Want for it Christmas. It does, but mm -hmm. I don't think that that album, I don't think, oof. That's a top 10 song of all time, by the way. It's Christmas the number or one not, song. It's yeah. a great song. But nowadays, you can buy just the single and not the whole right. thing. So... Oh. Give me give me the list again. Bing Crosby's A White Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas. Hanson's Snowed In. Or Nat King Cole's The Magic Christmas. I'm going to pass. <clears throat> I don't know it at all. Upset Stacy's always kind of fun. Look at how pouty oh, yeah. she looks right it's now. so much fun, Ross. <laughs> You should be here all the time. No, I don't have to be in here five days a week. <laughs> she's not upset every five days a week, but upset Stacy is. Oh, now she's she starting to crack a little bit. So now she's being fake upset because no. she's starting to crack. I don't think she knows it. Well, let's think about this for a moment. Well, I know that White Christmas was wildly popular when it was when it was. People still like it. Um it was a record back then. It was a record back then. Um, but gosh, that Mariah was just nutty. My and, greatest hope for passer play yeah. has nothing to do with you guys. It's mainly for the listeners and the ones watching on YouTube. I get great joy out of knowing they may be going to their family gatherings or their work water cooler. And maybe you're and playing along. And they're quizzing people with these questions. I'm going to help you out a little bit, Stace. Why? Because I, I think, like... Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas gained popularity as the years went on. When it first came right. out in that, that, a couple of years, it was... That's why I don't think that that is the answer. Yeah. I'm going to go with Bing. You're going to go with Bing? I am. Uh -oh. Well, ding, ding, that is correct. I don't know why I helped you. Yay! I think you had Bing in your head anyway. I did. Yeah. I had Bing, ding, ding. Yeah, because Bing had a ton of hits on that album, I believe. Well, and remember? he's, you know, he, during, I mean, he's been, his music was popular during the wars. Yeah. And he went the USO tours and all that. Did you know that, Hutch? I did not. I okay. was going to, I would have probably guessed Nat King Cole or Bing. I have no idea why, but every time I had to say Hanson snowed in, I had to stop myself from laughing <laughs> as if that was actually a practical well, listen, answer. Their, their fans are rabid. Yes, yeah, they, they are. are. If they find you in an alley, they will kill you. It's Ross. down to a best of three. Oh my God. Take your time. Your time. U of M Twin Cities venues. Uh-huh. True or false? Is it your pick? No, it's yours. That's mine. Okay. Um, so it's, I still it's, don't believe we've ever defined who picks what. So it's which true. Which is kind of what makes this it's game every great. Other. True. Yeah. Okay. So it's true or false venues are what? 
you uh take your time take, take your time u of m okay. twin cities venues i'm true nervous or about the venues one I, it, listen i'm not picking that one unless i have to because okay I'll you're do... the twin cities expert not me i don't know if i am true or false true or false 72 percent of people eat a candy cane so think about a candy cane they start at the straight end and they finish at the curved end 72 percent I think that's true. Is that true or false? I'm playing I'm, it's true. I would have said false. But she's going to go true. I'm going to go true. She's going to go true. Yeah. And good for her. You weren't guessing for her because she is correct. You are not. 72% of people start, start at the end. Start at the not end. Not the curve? Not the curve. It's too tricky. It's curvy. You got the plastic. There's, it's going to crumble. Oh, you I'd, guys are strange. I would say more often than not, I eat it that way. If I ever have a candy cane, I buy have one a year because I don't love the taste of them. Oh. But every now and then, I'll bust them towards the top. And then I'll take that curved end and I'll throw that in my mouth first. I'll just do the, the little circle ones. Oh, the starlights? Yeah, I'll just do those. I just like, circle around, you can suck on it, you're done. Sometimes I will buy the crushed one so I can make my own ho-ho mint mocha. Ooh. Hutch, you need to rally. You need know, the next this is two. For the, Stacey for the win if I get it wrong. And you're Ooh. not going with U of M Twins I am menus. Not. I am not. I'm leaving that for her if there has to be a tiebreaker. You're going with take your time. Yes, take your time. All right. Per the Owie's ReliableZipia.com. What percentage of Americans do not use all of their yearly vacation time? Is it A, 55%? Is it B, 40%? Is it C, 62%? Or D, we work in media, there's no such thing as vacation time. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 62% final answer. You're going to say 62% yes. of Americans mm -hmm. do not uh, yes. use all their vacation time. I'll go ahead and do it. Is Hutch correct? No, he's not. Oh, Stacy wins. What? Is it 40? 55% of Americans. I knew it was up there. Dang it. I, I'm one of those and, people. I never thought I'd be that person. Here's the thing that the reliable Zipia.com did not tell me. I don't know if that's quantifying people who are allowed to carry over vacation uh, time. But, oh. so, but still. Right. The way I interpret it was you're not using the vacation time you're going to lose, hmm. if that makes sense. So here I think we can carry over a few weeks. If you had like 12 days, mm -hmm. I think what their story is saying is, you didn't use two days. You can carry over a few weeks. We can't. Wow, I'm special. <laughs> all right, let's all talk about our friends true. at Mattress Galaxy. <laughs> you know, with the help of Mattress Galaxy, I sleep better now, which is wonderful. And my, I showed my, my parents came over to visit over the weekend, and I showed them my new, you know, base that I just bought from Mattress Galaxy. They were that so base is impressed. So cool. They were so impressed. They're like, oh, it's got a light. Oh, you can look for your cats under there. I'm like, yes, they do hide under there. And I was telling you, Hutch, that I actually found a shirt that I've been looking for for about mm, four months. I <laughs> Underneath forgot. it. It yeah. was under my bed and I didn't think to look for it by turning on the light. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, there are uh, actually they're still doing a Black Friday 
sale, don't tell them that Black Friday was a while ago because you could really save some money. You can save up to $800 on select Stearns and Foster adjustable sets, as well as savings from Sealy and Tempur-Pedic. I have Tempur-Pedic, highly recommend it. And the people there are very nice and very cool. And they're education-based, not commissioned. So that means when you go in there, you're not going to feel the pressure of someone saying, buy this one and then get this because it's very expensive and I make more money that way. No, they actually just want you to sleep better. And then when you're ready to buy, you buy. It's very nice that way. So go see them. They have uh, several locations. They got a brand new one in Woodbury next to the water tower on uh, Woodbury or between Woodbury Drive and Radio Drive on Hudson Avenue. And uh, there's also one in, I had this written Woodbury. down. Th Woodbury's a new one. Oh, They also have one in New Richmond, um, <laughs> Hudson and Hastings. All right. There you go. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, the sale might not be happening. So we want to make sure you know that. So I'm sensitive. Yeah. So make sure that uh, uh, you know that if you go in and they say, oh, the sale's over. Don't be me. Speaking <laughs> of uh, <laughs> time sensitive. Yes. If you're watching this in like three months or probably six months, this won't make a ton of sense. Do you guys ever look out the window with the view that you guys have? and just say wow what a miserable place we live in no because it's kind of pretty like i don't know where we're here i'll show you guys it does look like a winter wonderland today but it looks miserable outside snow's well, blowing everywhere it's it is cold a parking lot and you can see a nice swirl of um of snow coming off the bank building i think so many years when i was in a studio with no windows i appreciate yes. this view a okay. lot more no yes. i actually love your yeah. view my grand plan one day if I'm not fortunate enough to work at Hubbard, is I would love to have a radio station in Minneapolis or St. Paul. In a skyscraper? No, that's literally on ground one, so all the weirdos and all oh. the crazy people oh. can walk up and look inside the window and see what's okay, happening. Okay, you don't understand that we get those actually here a lot. Not Do even we? Lying. We had a streaker mm -hmm. here. What? A guy yeah. pulled his pants down. Yeah. What? This was a couple months ago. It was when it was warm. And Well, have you never broadcast from the fair? It's like being on display at the yeah, fair. Oh yeah, it's like you're at the zoo, basically. You're yeah. you're in a, it's in a Ross when Ross broadcasts at the fair, he's there for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's yeah. gone. It's kind of exhausting though. I, I wouldn't I don't want you know, that. Peeling all the time. peeling back the curtain here before Snapchat. Mm -hmm. uh, the fair actually takes a lot a lot out of me and I don't do it nearly at the level that you guys do, at least as far as being in front of people. Every day for yeah. five, six but hours. The getting there, the heat, the interaction, the being on this it's a lot of work. It is. See, you know what? I don't find I find the broadcast more work than getting there. Cause I don't take the company bus. I drive, which for me, people are like, Oh, that's the worst. I'm like, it actually works for me very well. I don't know, but yeah, I don't well, know. That's like, crazy. I don't know what, because a lot of people didn't broadcast because of, well, people just sort of backed off after they the, stopped. the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. But when we were in the thick of it and everybody was broadcasting, finding parking the media lot was, was impossible. Yeah. So you would end up being late because you couldn't find a spot. And mm. then it was just a mess. But no. I think you got, you got lucky. Actually, that Hubbard shuttle is, that eliminated a lot of the yeah. stress a and anxiety. Stress. It yes. is great. It's uh, very nice. But I will say this. Um, I was driving to the media lot and a person stops me and she goes, what media outlet are you with? I go, KS95. She goes, oh, which one are you? Which is always a great question when someone goes, which, which one are one you? Are, which one of the freaks are you? And so I said, I'm, you know, Hutch, nice to meet you. She goes, oh, by the way, I, I guess she, her and Moon became friends because Moon became friends with everyone. Yeah. She goes, I'm, I always save a spot in here for Moon every year in case he wants to come. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> she probably like, thinks 
he still works here somewhere. <laughs> There's limited space here. Yeah. We need that spot. Sorry, like, Moon. Wait a minute. I'm just here to get a gizmo. Yeah, like you're saving a spot for Moon? That's um, funny. But anyway, so. Well, he knows how to work. All right. He knows how to work the ladies. Speaking of State Fair, we've got Snack Chat yeah. right Woo-hoo! now. I am Snacking. not looking forward to this one. Well, okay, we're a little... we. Wanted to do this a while ago, but we were kind of late because it took a while to come in the mail and uh, we were both gone. So we're finally going to try the limited edition delicious Spam Figgy Pudding. And I'll be honest, this is the first time and I can't believe you guys are letting me get away with it. But I, I invoke the I ate a cricket for you guys. I am not. You're I'm not, not going to do this? I'm not touching this. No. Fine. I, Honestly, right, I've, I've never had Loser. spam a day in my life. I know people love it, right. but been, it, it looks go. It's been exposed to air for a while, so we better hurry up before it gets I don't want to leave you guys. The texture was weird. Oh, my God. You know what? I don't like spam. <laughs> and this <laughs> you like is it? good. The smell is awful. <laughs> it's, but, I told Stacy, and I'm sorry if spam's going to be a sponsor of Say too oh, much. Maybe they won't be now. Ross, <laughs> please try it. I'm telling you, Ross. No, please. It does, it does have like it a, is good. It has it, like a, a spice. It's like a Christmassy spice. Oh, see, and I don't. No, Ross. I, I need a drink then to wash it down. No, we that's why we gave that. you the icing. Okay, this. Yeah, Ross. Please. T- I need okay. You. Tiniest. Tiniest. Yes. Very tiny. Yes. That's what I Here's did. This this can't be worse than the cricket, right? No. Oh be? God, no! I can't believe you did the don't cricket. Take the little bits because I don't remember if. Oh mm. no, the, I, those aren't from the floor. I'm telling you. So it says flavor, spice, and everything nice. Don't tell him. <laughs> don't eat, don't read more because then he'll. That and, was an old Green Day song, right? And now. you, I could get it. Um, I bought them. I had to get oh, them online. No, come on, you gotta really go for it. Just go for it, Ross. Please, you're gonna like it. It's probably better if it's warm. I don't know. It's okay. It's not bad, Ross, right? See? I knew it. I mean, I'm not going to eat a whole bunch of this. But on a cracker? No, that'll be. I'll bet it's, it's a, if it I should have warmed it up. Really? <laughs> it's a texture thing, really is what it is. Like that's Here you want some? Okay, Ross, go ahead and eat the other one quick. I kind of do, is that okay? Okay. Yeah, Ross, go ahead and eat the other thing quick. All right, the next thing we have. But he's going to love this one. Well, don't drink it I'm all. Not sure a di- I'm not sure a diabetic can really have much of this. I was trying not to put my lips on it. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, Ross, be now, careful. I don't want to go into shock. This, this I know one. I'm going to love. Okay, so I, I buried this when you showed me that. Let's see what this is. Okay. Whoop, whoop. I, I had Cinnamon Toast Crunch Oatmeal. I bought it a couple weeks ago. This is Betty Crocker Cinnamon Toast Crunch made with Cinnadust. Frosty. I'm a huge fan of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch explosion and everything because I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch is just mm. delectable. Well, you know, guys, it's just cinnamon and sugar are mixed together. I'll so. tell you right now, not enough Cinnadust. No? No, not enough at all. It still tastes like vanilla frosting, obviously, but not enough Cinnadust. It's got crunch in it. Mm. Yeah. It tastes like artificial something. How long before you start coughing? We'll see. Yeah. It's good. It's, it could use it's more good. cinnamon. Yeah, yep. more cinnadust, I think. A thousand. Infinitely better. You know, surpri- <laughs> no, surprisingly, I'm going to go with the Spam figgy mm. pudding. And mm. I don't like Spam. The second ingredient is high fructose corn syrup, so I'm surprised I'm not. Okay, stop. Maybe it's high Maybe it's high quality. Well, I know, but no, yeah, but you just ate it now, just now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a couple minutes. Stop eating it because we have a show to do. 
Like we actually have an on-air show to do for a couple hours, and all I hear when she does have corn syrup is, <laughs> "Oh my god, it it's is terrible! It's so bad for her." That and is so, such a weird, but in all honesty, probably good allergy to have. It is, but the problem is sometimes she'll eat things and she doesn't realize. Like I don't know. Yeah, we doesn't know that it's yeah. I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. If it's going to happen, I don't know if what what it is about it. There's a lot of Christmas cookies that that <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. We'll you know what you should on. do is put it on the cookie and then sprinkle it with the cinnadust that you can buy at the store. Or just get whatever flavor frosting you like and then do the cinnadust. Yeah. Make your own cinnadust. My impromptu review, if you want to try the cinnamon toast crunch um, oatmeal, yeah, just get the apple cinnamon. It tastes the exact same. Oh, really? Yeah, it tastes the exact same. Or sprinkle cinnadust on or it. Or sprinkle cinnadust on All it. All right, there you go. That's easy. Don't say too much. Powered by Mattress Galaxy. Thanks for joining us, guys. You can always watch us uh, on our YouTube page. Go to ks That looks really bad what I just did, by the way. It was supposed to... Yeah, it was. It's, go down. Yeah, yeah, that yeah looked, go down. Never that go looked up really on that bad, one. and I did not. I honestly did not mean that, and we may need to trim that out. That looked awful. No, it's no, fine. You're no, you fine. didn't mean to do that. Yes. All right. Uh, we will see you guys again as we do this next week. And uh, like I said, you can check us out where you get your favorite podcasts, or you could watch these ks95.com on YouTube at ks95vids. Bye, guys.